All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. And if you're with us on video, you already know Mr. Christian Edwards and I are in, we're in separate rooms, man. Yeah. He's down in, oh. in Texas. I'm up in Minnesota. Yeah, I'm experiencing uh, separation know, anxiety right now. I, <laughs> I hope it doesn't come out in my voice. Oh, man. This is going to be a great episode, though, because we are going to dive into you guys. If This is probably going to be one of my, not probably, it is one of my favorite topics to talk about. Uh, and it's just, it's funny that we have to do this one uh, while we're not actually in the same room together because we've been traveling a ton. A yeah. lot. We just got back from the Bahamas here. Got to take a little bit of time over the Christmas and New Year's break. And mm -hmm. uh, we have to still spend time, you know, with our families every now and then, right? So we are recording this episode. Actually, the next couple episodes are probably going to be virtually like this. Uh, but if you're on audio, what do you know? What do you even care? You're just here to hear us. And that's actually what we're diving into today, which is the power of our words the spoken yeah. word and christian i know we, we've rapped about this a lot a lot a lot and uh this is just such an incredible topic because it's been life-altering for me um dude i know it's been life-altering for you from free jesus to how how any of us technically have come to know jesus is partly because of the power of our words am i right man or am i right no, you're right. You're right. And think about even the beginning of Genesis, the, the way God created. He created through speaking words, right? He th This is God. He's capable of absolutely anything and everything under the sun and over the sun. He's God, right? Like anywhere. He could do whatever he wants. He didn't think things into existence. He spoke things into existence. And, and that right there should tell us enough. I mean, we, we know, we've talked about it in the past, that we know, first and foremost, God revealed himself as a creator, right? He's creative before even being holy and loving and just and righteous, that he's a creator. But the, just the power of words, and think about it, we're the only um, being on earth, right? The, the only species that has the ability to communicate through words, through spoken word. Right. So so there's something yeah. there. We are image bearers. We are ambassadors for Christ. So if you think that your words don't have power, listen, you are made in the image of God and God's words have a whole lot of power. It's how this whole world was created. This whole universe was created. So yeah. if anybody's thinking that their words don't have power, I mean, we have a whole list of scriptures uh, to say the contrary. But man, just think about it. God created with words. He could have thought of. He could have. He could have just made a hand gesture. His spiritual right. hands could have just made a gesture, and things right. came into existence. But he spoke them, and then our our Lord and Savior is actually known as the Word. Sorry, mm. what? What? Okay. Yeah, dude. <laughs> when I first became like a believer, started reading the Bible. That was something that was just weird to me. That I was like, in the beginning was the Word. The Word was God, right? Like, hold on, what? And just the fact that, it, it, you know, it, Genesis 1, we teach on this a lot. It's just when God just spoke, let there be light. It wasn't like, oh, I'm creating the sun. We know that was on day four, but it was him speaking his existence, casting his energy. And the reality is there is energy. There is power of life. There is power of death in our tongue so buckle up 
We got a lot to talk about. We're going to probably make this into a two-part episode, just maybe three. We'll try to get it in two if we can here. Right. Uh, but this is, I mean, we could dive into a number of scriptures. I'm sure in the show notes, we're going to have quite a few scriptures to uh, to follow up with a lot of uh, what we're going to run through here, um, but also just some real life practical examples. Uh, mm-hmm. As I mentioned, you know, one of the things I kind of jokingly say, you know, I gave my life to entrepreneurship at the age of 15 and then actually to Jesus at the age of 16, partly it was because I, I got around um, people of, of like-minded people who were more about speaking life. I didn't know that they were also lovers of Jesus, but they were just, they were people I wanted to be around because they were encouraging, right? Just think about it in your own life or even, I mean, even, I mean, I think specifically pre-Jesus people, but even if you are a follower of Christ right now and you think about who do you really like to hang out with? Is it the people that are just constantly complaining and grumbling and and it's like, woe is me and nothing goes my way? Like that is nothing but death being spoken and it's it's it it affects energy in rooms you know you you can we, we talk about this a, a fair amount as well of like being able to set the tone and the temperature in rooms and as christians we have such incredible power not only to do that with our our presence when we physically walk in the room and it's like bam we're there as image bearers of jesus but also the words we start to speak are we there to build up are we there to tear down Right. And I've been guilty of this even even recently, partly on this trip, just times where I I found myself speaking negatively, whether it was at somebody or even about somebody. Yeah. Unfortunately, yes, I've I've I I do that as a Christian as as well. Right. Thank God, though, we get to confess our sins. Right. And, And confess our junk. That's actually part of what I was referring to, Christian, of like how we become a follower of Jesus because it's not just about believing right with our with our mind but it is actually about speaking right is yeah. it what's this Romans 10 10 yeah Where, and, and I'll, I'll start at verse 8 so Romans 10 verses 8 through 10 says but what does it say the word is near you in your mouth and in your heart that is the word of faith which we preach that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And then get mm-hmm. verse 10, usually people stop there, but verse 10 says, for with the heart, one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. So you could just say it. And unfortunately, I think a lot of people say it. They, they confess it. They're kind of coerced into claiming and confessing Christ during an altar call. But listen, if, it, if it's not there in the heart, First, the, the, that word isn't going to mean much. Now, keep in mind that there, there is power in words, though. And, and a lot of times we speak things and declare things and our heart will come along after. Right. But mm-hmm. but that, that's that's clearly an example. Think about it. You mentioned this earlier to me, reminded me of one of the biggest things that ever happened in my life when I was an unbeliever. And Lucy told me every day, just start waking up and thanking God you're alive. Every day in the morning, just wake up and say, tell God, thank God, thank you, God, that I'm alive this morning. Now, I remember doing it the first morning, and I didn't even know, I I was pretty sure at this point that God was real just because I saw the fruit in Lucy's life, and I knew that that the only thing that probably kept her sane, being a single mom with four kids and all the things she had been through, was was that there was a God and a real loving God that, that was keeping her, right? 
So I remember the first time I said it, I was like, I don't know what this is going to do. I, and, but since Lucy told me to do it, I did it. I remember I woke up in the morning. I remember this so vividly, man. I, there's so much blurriness and like fog from that stage of my life. But it, this was so vivid. I remember lying flat on my back saying, thank you, God, for waking me up this morning and waiting for something to happen. Just waiting. And nothing happened. Nothing happened at all. And I called her. I was like, Lucy, nothing happened. She said, she kind of chuckled. She said, wake up tomorrow morning and do it again. And after about a week to 10 days of doing it, I remember feeling something. Like mm -hmm. I, I was feeling, I was saying, but now I was feeling something in my heart. Like somebody was actually there. I, I felt like God was actually listening and, and he was present in the room with me as I was saying this. So that that's kind of an example of speaking things uh verbally that I didn't quite believe in my heart yet, but my heart came along. And then when I started believing in my heart, I mean, that that's really when my salvation came. When I truly believed in my heart and then confessed Jesus as Lord, that's when I got saved and filled with the Holy Spirit. So good, man. So good. It reminds me of Dr. Emoto and the, the rice <laughs> experiment. First off, if, if you guys don't know what this is, you have to YouTube this, Google it, whatever. Uh, Dr. Emoto, E-M-O-T-O. -O. Uh, and this is, so is Japanese businessman, I think, but he was fascinated with like with water uh, and, and energy uh, and how energy flows through water, but also through the power of our, of our words, the spoken words. And so here, here's the experiment for anybody that, that hasn't seen this thing. He set up uh, three jars of rice and poured water, equal amounts of water in each jar. And then for uh, each day, for a 30-day time period, is when they really started to notice a difference in this. But every single day to the first jar, he would say, thank you, which is exactly, Christian, what you woke up and just like, thank you, yeah. right? But there's such, there, it's incredible energy that gets that the vibrations, the frequency that that travels. This isn't like weird voodoo, weird stuff, guys. This is the spoken word. There's energy that comes through by just saying thank you right that's what he said to the first jar the second jar he said you're an idiot right which you can even just feel a difference so we're just saying you're an idiot versus thank you and then the third jar he said nothing he just ignored it and, and walked by it so three separate jars in the first jar within one month the first jar that that the spoken thank you to was starting to ferment the rice was starting to ferment and there was like a a a strong aroma like a, a pleasant aroma that was coming from that jar of rice the second jar that that was told it was an idiot was actually starting to like turn black and kind of grody right so it was like literally kind of dying and then the third jar that was being ignored this is what was fascinating to me there this was literally just like no word spoken, but just completely ignored was actually begin. It was beginning to like rot, like, like true death was taking place in there and all through the powers, literally same rice, same amount of rice, same amount of water, equal jars. But the only difference between them was what was spoken at them or not spoken at them over a 30 day time period. So, I mean, it's, crazy, but it falls exactly right in line with what you had just said, Christian, about like, oh, well, eventually I started to feel something. Yeah. And it's just mind boggling to the power. I mean, again, so many references that we can go down here within the Bible 
that are that are just bringing life, producing life or producing death, right? Yeah. Or I don't know, I, is that producing death or? <laughs> right. Well, think about this. I don't this. know if that's a, the proper way to say it, right? But, right. How many people are seeing a, a therapist right now because they were never told they that they were loved when they were a kid, right? So, yeah. so think about that jar Absolutely. where it was just indifference and you feel like you don't matter, right? The opposite of love isn't necessarily hate, yeah. it's indifference, right? When somebody's just like, meh, it's like, oh, yeah. that, that hurts you more than somebody saying, I hate you, because at least you're rele relevant enough to be hated, right? But when it's just indifference, yeah, like, right? man, if I wasn't on this earth, nobody would care. Nobody would care. Yeah. And so many people, that's why when our son, Ezzy, was born, man, I don't, he's three now. So now it, it, it's, it's a little bit different. But I remember what the doctor told us, you can't spoil this baby enough. Just kiss him, hug him, sing over him, tell him you love him. That's all you could do for a baby. And we continue to do it. I mean, I tell all my kids I love you more than anybody I know, just because I want them to know that they're loved. And even more so than loved by me, it's like, that's cool, I'm dad, but I want them to know that they're loved, period, by a father in heaven. And that, that holds way more weight than than this human love. Um, right. That's good. But yeah, man, you, you mentioned that that Proverb 18, verse 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. It, it's crazy. Like, our quality of life is in part dependent upon what comes out of our mouth. It, it's just... Yeah a fact it's reality and honestly you even and we see it but you know we see this take shape if this wasn't in the bible it's like would we even really believe this that would we really walk around believing that our words hold that much weight but there's so so many scriptures about our tongue you know what whether it's this episode or the next episode we'll get into james chapter one and james chapter three about the the unbridled tongue and the untamable tongue that sort of thing, but it's just remarkable how 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 effective or ineffective or how much fruit, how much life could be produced or how much destruction, how much death, as you mentioned, could be produced through our words. Yeah, it's insane. It really is, man. And it's and I, we've said this for for quite some time now. If there's you know having been an entrepreneur and learning how to to sell a you know, effectively at, at a young age, uh, if there's anything that, that I would recommend anybody learn to figure out or how to do well, it is how to communicate effectively. Right. And, and it, it comes, it doesn't have to be hard. It's just speaking, speak life, right. You just want to be around somebody that's encouraging right. that, that actually wants what's best for you. And it, it speaks blessings over you. And so if you don't have any friends, Start speaking life. And I guarantee you, people are going to show up because you are attracting what is coming out of your mouth. The quality of your life, I, I, I think the majority of the quality of your life, if not all of it, is dependent, largely dependent upon what actually is coming out of your mouth. Yeah. Right? And it's like, I, I see this. I know I've joked about this. Um, and it's so funny because I've seen such a change in, in my father over the last Man, even the last year, it's been incredible. Um, but he he was always one that was just speaking negative things and like things that are just like 
why you got to be so grumpy all the time, dad? Like, can, can you like, remind the, the audience? I know you said it before, but when you moved into your, your lakefront property, the, the beautiful yeah. 12,000 square foot home that you, that you live in, what, what did he say as you were? Yeah, dude, that was literally where I'm going. It's okay, like, okay. Yeah. So we, we, we live on a, a lake here and we're, you know, we're moving in. It's, he's got his own 2000 square foot condo, uh, like above our garage area. And, he doesn't pay for any of it. Right. So, but we were out on the beach, like toes in our freaking sand. Uh, and he's looking at it straight out at the lake and he's like, well, taxes must be high here. Huh? <laughs> it's like, what do you care? Right. You can't even like think about the blessing that this is. And this is where I think our perspective is, is it, I mean, what we think about, we bring about. Right. And if, if we can change our perspective, we now are going to be able to the, the affect the thoughts that we have. Like, am I a victim or am I actually uh, a, more than a conqueror? Right. And if I can change my thoughts, I can then change my words. My words are then going to affect my actions. My actions are then going to create habits in my life. And the habits are ultimately going to create the destiny that I have. And it all begins with our thoughts, right? We, we, we're speaking about, about words here, but we, we literally, we're not able to speak words unless we think about what those words are first, right? Even Christian, when you're rolling out of bed and it's like, I don't really think this is right, but thank you, God, right? You thought it and you spoke it, right? Yeah. And, and there's such power in that from even, as you mentioned in Romans 10, it's like, we believe in our heart and mind, right? There's a, there's a connection there between the mind and the heart, I think there's some scripture references to that. If yeah. if uh, you know that off the top of your head, man, but um, think about it or look it up as I finish this thought, like the, the connection from our mind to our, our heart that then produces uh, what comes out of our mouth. And then from that fruit of our lips is essentially the, what we're going to eat. Right. And, and that is, it's as simple as that, like a life's people's lives can be changed if we just start to speak a different language. It ain't yeah. that you know yeah. what that was? Yeah, a couple of verses. Well, one, for as he thinks in his heart, so he is. Proverbs 23, 7, Luke 9, 47. And Jesus, perceiving the thought of their heart, took a little child and set, set him by him. So perceiving yeah. the thought of their heart, not of their mind. Matthew 9, 4. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, why do you think evil in your hearts? So it, there's plenty of scriptures about thinking in your heart rather than your mind. Uh, Matthew 15:19 for out of the heart proceed evil thoughts murders adulteries fornications thefts false witnesses and blasphemies and then of course Hebrews 4:12 for the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart so mm. the word is a discerner of the thoughts of the heart and I mean, it's no wonder why, you know, James says, be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. And just, just rule of thumb, you should always pause before you say anything, ponder and pray, right? Pause, yes. ponder, pray before anything comes out because uh, you, your your heart may be revealed. You know, you may say something like, oh, I didn't mean to say that. Well, you probably did because that came straight from your heart, but, uh, you know, so uh, 
Dude, I would say if you're in, if you're married or any any sort of relationship at all, you already know when you are eating that fruit, probably, <laughs> uh, or have eaten that fruit. <laughs> Lord knows I have. Ugh, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> but to, to uh, what you were saying before, uh, you mentioned the Bahamas, and when we got there, uh, we got there a few hours before you did, and we weren't able to check into our room yet, and it was a nasty, cold, rainy day. And mm. we were like, it was just miserable. Even walking out of the, the little plane to get into the airport in the Bahamas, we all got soaked. So our clothes are wet. We get to the hotel. We, you know, we check in, but our room's not ready for another four hours. So we're like, uh, what do we do? <laughs> the buffet's not open yet. Like, And it was just like miserable. And you, you feel like you have every right. And you, you start to, you know, I, we all have this in us where it's like, oh, I have the right to complain. I have the, the right to be pissed off. I have the right to murmur about this thing. But right. all we have to do, usually uh, Lucy and I, to overcome things like that, we'll like crack a joke and be like, well, uh, we're either going to cry or laugh, you know? So let, let's laugh about this. Let, let's not just moan uh, about our situation. Let's laugh about it. It kind of stinks, but guess what? The sun will come out tomorrow. And thank God it did, right? It's all you got to do, but we you keep speaking it. And even uh, we we've had Chad Wright on one of our coaching calls before. Um, yeah. Former Navy SEAL, ultra marathoner. If you guys ever see his content, he's he's a little little kooky, long beard. But I mean, you got to be to be an ultra marathoner, right? Just running hundred mile races, and he's big on spoken word and self talk. And he just will say for hundred miles, I don't get tired. I don't get tired. I don't get tired. And he doesn't get tired. And it, I remember him sharing a story about when they were in, in buds. Right. So the, you know, and I think it was during hell week and yeah. one of his bros, he knew like he was mentally getting ready to tap out, but, and he would have private conversations with them and he knew he would just get mentally fatigued, but he didn't say anything. He didn't say I I'm quitting. He didn't say it. Right. And then a couple of days later, those words came out of his mouth that I, I can't get through this. And he tapped out that day. So like, yeah. it, even as he was stirring with it and fighting it in his mind, it wasn't until he verbally said, I can't do this. And then all of a sudden his body gave out and he couldn't do it. Whereas, and that's part of the reason why Chad Wright, whenever he's doing these physical things, he will just speak positivity over himself. And he's yeah. like, I'm a Christian. Like I, I believe in the power of the word, but I don't even get why this works so well, but you just speak positivity and, and your, your body's not going to fail. You, you, you gain confidence in yourself. How much better are you when you're confident in something, right? Oh yeah. But you're only competent or you're only confident in something when you're competent in it, right? When you've done it over and over and over again. And right. yeah, I love that, man. Never give pain a voice. I think was something that, uh, uh, that he had mentioned was just like, yeah, just don't, you can't, you can't give it a voice and, uh, yeah. just incredible things. I experienced that not since I'm even wearing this red hat, right. uh, and I know 29, I was like a hundred percent. It was all about speaking self-talk, you know, where I'm just like, yes, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Uh, cause the moment that I, if, if any negative tone out of my mouth would have happened, I would have, I would have shut down. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's what yeah. i said he, he, wasn't he there he he did it at the same time he did yeah right? dude he yeah I, he finished in like 
13 hours, I think. The guy was nuts, man. Yeah. Crazy, like lapping us. Uh, but he's a beast. <laughs> How fantastic. How fantastic the whole way. That's what I do. Right. I do a little dance, right. sing a little tune. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You, you uh, mentioned communication as well. And Proverbs 18, 21 is, is the one we mentioned, death and life from the power of the tongue. Was the verse mm -hmm. before that that makes me think of you. And it says, a man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth. From the produce of his lips, he shall be filled. And it's like, wait a second. If I could effectively communicate, I will never go hungry. If I could mm -hmm. communicate and maybe think of you, I, I heard you say, I remember when we first met, I actually looked up an old podcast from you what, back when you were doing more business podcasts than, than spiritual podcasts. Yeah, yeah. And I remember you saying that um, if you got dropped off in any country with no money, no, not knowing anybody, not even knowing the language, you would be able to start a business and and essentially get rich. Like well, starting with make me sound like a complete douchebag. No, I, I mean it was very <laughs> profound and, and, and you sounded very okay, okay. wise. Uh, that's the paraphrase version, you know. Okay. <laughs> but, but it wasn't to get rich. It was just that no, I, I have the ability, we all have the ability to do it. You know, a, a lot, and yeah. you know, you're talking about excuses that people put in place, and you know, uh, yeah. people have a hard time doing hard things. But you're like, no, we could do it. And all right, I I didn't know if uh, we we go here, but I saw this in action in the Bahamas. I I, I saw <laughs> you in action. Now, if you if none no, of you Lord. have uh, been blessed to see Riley sell, it it it's a thing. Like Riley is a, a salesman. <laughs> Right, but not like a, uh, not like a, an icky salesman. It, like he just comes to life, right? So we're in the Bahamas, and it was Thursday night. We had a couple of days of bad weather there, and um, you know it's Thursday night football. And uh -huh. you know I remember back in my BC days. I'm sure this is where you remembered it too from your BC days. I used to gamble a bit uh, on football, <laughs> and uh, you know Thursday night football. There's really nothing else to do because the weather's crappy there at this resort. So mm -hmm. Riley had an idea of why don't we get this th this football pool going? You know, like you do the Super Bowl pool where it's a hundred boxes and everybody puts up ten bucks or maybe a hundred bucks or a thousand bucks depending on how big the pool is. But if you get everybody to put up ten bucks and then you draw up the numbers for each team and you know there's a payout after every quarter. So. We decided to do it and all in good fun, only $10 a box, right? Yep. And uh, I wonder how many people are going to condemn us for this. Um, <laughs> hey, but, well, it wasn't really gambling. I didn't, it's not like I took a cut off of this thing. I was just trying to have a good time. Right. There's literally like, nothing like else to do. It was like a raffle. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, so it was like, like a church potluck, raffling off some meat or something like that. Think of it like that. Right. <laughs> So in the end, you know, ten dollars a box, so that's a thousand dollars collected. And we did the payout. If you hit the score, first quarter is two hundred, halftime two hundred, third quarter two hundred. If you get the final score, it's four hundred. And we saw Riley go around to, and everybody was kind of in this one area, this indoor area. The, there was a bar there, of course, and it's a resort. But because it was raining out, everybody was kind of huddled into this one area. And Riley's going from group to group. 
and, and he's getting them to commit to this. And a lot of, almost none of them were football fans, right? Most, yeah, most didn't even know. They they were from like Canada or France, right? And so it was, yeah, but dude, by the, this, I mean, this, this aligns so well with that scripture because this was like actually, I, I was so antsy. I'm like, I'm about to lose my mind if I don't do something. It was like, I have to I go sell something. Sell something or I'm going to sell boxes. Something. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was great, but it was, it, uh, what I had to do is I started asking questions, right? now this is, I mean, just take this as like different business or sales advice. If entrepreneurs listening to this, like I just ask questions, right? Hey, where are you guys from? Oh man, been a rainy kind of crummy day here, right? I was getting, I was, I was getting agreement with them, right? Because people like people that are like them and agree with them. They're like, yeah, just hanging inside here out, outside of the rain. And then I was able to ask, I asked, do you guys like football, like American football? And then it went into, well, most of them was no. And I was like, all right, well, do you guys like want to do something tonight? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, well, here's the deal. For 10 bucks, you can get a square here. And then I went into this and explained it. And by the sixth person, I had a complete sales pitch down where I was like, yes, done, 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 done. And it turned out to be an epic time. I, like that was life giving to me. If I didn't have that for the next couple of days, I don't think I would have been, I've been on a flight back home, bro. I was like bored out of my mind otherwise. So. Yeah. It, it was amazing <laughs> seeing you in your element. Like that's your element. Oh, good. Just selling to people. And, and, yes. and it's not just selling, uh, just having the ability to communicate effectively right? For uh, obviously yeah. the purpose is you want them to give you 10 bucks to, to buy a box, but yeah. having that skill, again, Proverbs eighteen twenty, a man's stomach shall be satisfied from the fruit of his mouth, from the produce of his lips, he shall be filled. You're not mm -hmm. going to go hungry if you know how to communicate, period. The, the, the words you speak have the power to fill your belly and provide for your family. That's good. That's good, man. Uh, it's funny that you even brought that up, but uh, I, I'm not going to tell it what happened actually of who ended up winning three of the games, um, or maybe we should, maybe we should tell them. Yeah, because the favorite <laughs> guy just keeps chasing you down. Dude, it's just, that was my testimony, baby. <laughs> so, so Riley won three of the quarters, three of the four quarters. And then we got accused of rigging it. And then here's the worst thing. Then Scott Thomas won the last one. <laughs> so it was like everybody in our group. And all I could say is the favor of God just uh, chases me down. I can't even get away from it. The funny part is <laughs> all of your sales guys thought that you rigged it as well. And they were just like, oh, this is just part of the racket. We just have to commit $10. It's impossible to rig that. I know. We, I know. <laughs> I drew the number. The spiritual advisor actually drew the numbers before. That's that. see, we should have had somebody else do it. Um, <laughs> <that's> hilarious. <laughs> oh man. So that's good. I think we can end it with that because there's so much more that I want to go into here, sure. especially let's dive into James and just the power of, of uh, taming the tongue, right? Bridling the tongue. And the fact that it's like, literally impossible to actually do it without Jesus. Right. So we'll, let's save that for next week's episode. If you're cool with that, man. Yeah. And um, we'll leave, we'll leave these guys uh, on that note of uh, if you, if you are dropped off in the middle of nowhere and you need to make 10 bucks, just uh, start selling squares. Start a bookmaking <laughs> bracket. <laughs>
Oh, that's fun. Um, well, as always, guys, uh, you know, it's it's 2024 now. It is the kickoff for this year. Actually, if you're watching this, listening to this, even tonight, uh, we are launching our very first call for the year of 2024. Uh, we have incredible coaching training. We have a uh, Bible study. We have so much that, that we're doing and we're providing uh, for solo entrepreneurs, uh, business owners, CEOs, executives, you name it. Uh, we'd love you just to be a part of our community. And uh, if you just check it out, joinkingscouncil.com, you can get all the details. Uh, we've got it like, just try it out for like 10 bucks. I think it is. Uh, you can just get a, get a taste of what we're doing. Plus you get books, you get some swag, you get more than $10 worth of, of stuff, even if the content isn't any good for you. But if you're still listening to this, I gotta believe you, this still like the content, right? Cause we just have fun. We do life together. We build each other up, but with our words so that we can do right. I just, I just, I mean, a lot of things come back to that James, uh, one, eight, nine, right. Where it's just like, if you want to be prosperous and successful, it's not that hard. You meditate on the word of God. Do not let it depart from your lips, right. We're speaking the word of God so that we do what it says. Then we're, we'll be prosperous and successful. It's a foolproof plan given by our creator. So just do it. Amen. Check us Joshua, out. Joshua one, eight, nine. What did this I say? You said James. Good. James. <laughs> well, I was saying James earlier. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for correcting me, though. We do got some hate mail for that. Oh. Yeah. That's why I get paid. <laughs> yes. Spiritual advisor. <laughs> As always, we will see you guys. If you don't join us on this week's coaching call, we'll see you on next week's podcast. Uh, and uh, again, joinkingscouncil.com. Christian, it's been a pleasure, brother. Peace.